With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Game all year long. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. We take you right up until noon. Uh, then, uh, well, not until noon, close to noon, right, TC? About five minutes too, and then Close Murph enough, because you got to listen to those close commercials. Close enough, indeed. Uh, Murph and Andy, then uh, the Fanatics, and then tonight, Cyclone Fanatic Radio. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's taped or will come to us from Vegas. Oh, that's a good question. Right after that. they're all going. Yeah. Either out there or leaving today. Mm-hmm. After that, Hawkeye Nation Radio with your truly. o'clock, you're doing it. With, now, AD's fishing. Yes. Have you seen what he's doing? I saw the plane. I am so envious. I've done that so many times when I was in my 20s. Prop so what plane? He's doing, Is prop that what plane. they call him? Yeah, it's a prop plane. Pontoon. So he's leaving civilization, and he's flying into the bush mm-hmm. and getting dropped off. See ya. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Now I think he's staying in a cabin. We we uh, we've done that too, mm-hmm. but we've um, actually taken tents a couple of times. I mean, if you get a fish hook in your finger or you f- slip on a rock or you, you get hurt, mm-hmm. the plane doesn't come back until it's scheduled to come back. So it drops you off at I don't know. We'll say noon today, mm-hmm. and AD's coming out of the bush on say Friday at noon. You're on your own until then. Wow. It's not like you can get cell coverage. Mm-hmm. Now pick up the phone, hey, I need, or you're, you're out of food. You're, There's not an AT&T tower no, there? nothing. You know, if something happens to the grub, it falls out or something, or you're, it's so much fun, though. Yeah. It's so, and here's the thing that's really good for it. He's going to catch a ton of fish. Early, not mid-June to end of June, and then mid-September until the end of September, in my experience, that is the time to catch fish in Canada. Okay. Look, you'll always catch fish. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even people that never fished before that are bad fisher people. Me. You. You would catch your limit. I would. You would catch your limit. It's uh, And you'll catch big walleye, catch a northern. They'll fight the crap out of you. I don't know what else they're going for. I don't think probably sturgeon, but they'll see a bunch of wildlife. You know, they'll be out in a boat, and you look over, and there's a couple of bears coming down. <laughs> um, bears could get close to your camp. You have to make sure that, you know, all of the – you don't want to do anything to attract them to right. where, you're, you know, where you're living. Jeez. No, it's so much fun. Not I, the scene for me. No, I don't think I could do it now in my 60s, but yeah. it was in my 20s, right? And you're invincible, and nothing's going to harm me. Um, at least that's what you think. I'm going camping this weekend. You really are? For the first time in... Like camping, camping? 30 years. Got talked Why? into it. Wife asked me to do it. So we're taking the kids, and we're going to Eldora, to a campground there, 
and we're meeting her aunt and uncle that have a huge RV. Well, there, that's better with the TV. I hope with the TV. Yeah, with a with a dish. That yes. No, you're in. That that was put in. Yes, that was part of the deal. Right. I can that only that go if uh, right. So when are you leaving? Friday, uh, Saturday morning. Uh we're leaving at noon. Uh, Ella has a cheerleading camp mm-hmm. over at Valley. So after that, we'll hop in the car. But you're only going to be in the elements for one night, right? One night. Well, and it's in an RV. So it's not really not, camping. Right. You can start it and you can, you know, get the warmth of what or whatever. My dad used to take me camping all the time. I hated it. Just absolutely hated it because I want to watch sports. Yeah. It, that just, it was never me. I never enjoyed fishing. Really? No. Oh, I did. Swimming? Yeah. You know, yeah. I go, we'd be at the lake and yeah, do that. And mm-hmm. they have this big jump place that you jump off, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was all about playing water baseball, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That was good. Playing catch, yeah. But camping never did. We'll mm-hmm. see. With the kids, be a little different. I'm I'm bringing a positive attitude. Well, and what's the forecast supposed to be like? It's supposed to be Haven't decent, right? I mean, it's decent now. I got to yeah. think it's about the same. Um, mine was, I mean, not my child, because my parents, they worked their way up cabin wise. Okay. And in the end, when I was, we went, it was, an, it was a Mountain Dew commercial, right. you know, great big rope <laughs> swing and clear water below you. Uh, ADs, I hope you have fun. I, I, I'm anxious to hear his experience when he gets back. A couple of our uh, coworkers checking in. Heather says what you're doing is not camping. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What uh, AD is doing is that's camping. camping yeah. And Ross says that guaranteed if you go to Canada, you will catch your limit. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have absolutely... No background in None. fishing, None. and you're still going to get them. Right. Now, I wonder what the weight is in the plane, because we would load it down. Our problem was beer. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, if you're going for three or four days, you're mm. taking... Cases. And, cases. And we, when I was... So this is, I'm in my 20s, so I was, but late 70s, early 80s, we didn't have canned beer. It was all bottles. All bottles? It was all bottles. Wow. At the time. So that's heavy. Yeah. And oh, you can't bring that on the plane. It's too much. You have to watch the weight because these plant pontoons into the lake drop you off. See in four days at this time. And like I say, if something happens, you are on your own. Good stuff. Have fun. Andrew Downs, envious. He's going to Ontario. Uh, I'm not sure what lake, but there's a gazillion of them. And there's our more for September. We hit our limit. Yeah, I think we we could check that box we got out, it. right? Yeah, you know, got six minutes out of the way, we did it. No, but that that's a that's good. Anymore. It is that that's that's fun stuff. A lot of people like to fish, like to camp, but not in football season. Not in football season. Go in June. Go in late June. That's when I would do it. You know, I often thought that I should. There was a time when I first came down here, and I saw how popular it was with Americans going up there to hunt or to fish. That I should somehow, uh, what do they call them? What's the an excursion? No, it's, it's that, but uh, an out. Uh, it's not an out. It's uh, I don't know. I should be a, a guide. Yeah, yeah. But there's a different word for it. But um, oh god, it's so much fun. Anyways, uh, so I won't be here tomorrow. And we won't mm-hmm. get too much opportunity to preview the NFL. We've done a lot of college. I'm going to tape Bama. You and I will tape our, our segment after that. We can play tomorrow on the show. I love that segment. With yeah, Bama. I do too. Uh, just going around college football, but NFL is there. Is there any games this week that are... Because Baltimore hosting Kansas City last year. Do you remember the buzz around that game on the Monday night? And and Kansas City just pasted them. I think yeah. they're going to again. You do. I do. What am I missing? I think you're 
something overreacting that to Baltimore's loss. You're want to overreact. You are more of an overreactor week to week. Why did Illinois unbeat until week seven after it's they true. beat Nebraska? Another one and two. Yeah. So you're you tend to hit, go that way a little more. For years, week two has been my favorite NFL week to bet because of the overreaction. Like a positive bankroll? Is that yes. what you mean? It's, this, been, it's been good, conducive to putting money in the. F- because of that overreaction, because it feels like you can get a lot of points. And looking through the slate here, yeah, and I do wonder, because of what the gambling world has become and how many people are now involved, mm-hmm. that the lines almost feel tighter. Because a lot of people kind of know about well, that You could take advantage. And by the way, and you brought this up on our TV show that we taped, when was it, yesterday? Um, and, and I meant to at some point. For, for the longest time, NFL stadiums, home teams, three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not the case anymore, folks. No. Um, handicappers, line makers, they've made huge adjustments. Now, it's still a factor in college, mm-hmm. but it's not in the NFL. That three points rent... There are very few stadiums where the home field advantage means anything to the line. Chris Sanders told me this summer, and I heard him again mention it uh, with Gil Alexander. Chris Anderson, uh, Chris Anderson, the South Point, been set in line since the 70s. He said, on average now, the NFL home field advantage, on average, is 1.6 points. Mm-hmm. He has six home fields now that he doesn't adjust at all. Mm-hmm. It is a zero. Six NFL stadiums do not have, quote-unquote, home field advantage for him when he puts his power numbers together. Mm-hmm. Home field advantage, and we fall into this line of thinking so often. Yeah, they got coin flip game, but they got home field, and, you just, and it doesn't play out no, that way not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. They, they've, uh, they, they've made it, they, being the line makers, have made adjustments. So Kansas City-Baltimore certainly has some cachet to it. What else is a big game this week? And Las Vegas and Pittsburgh is a big game. Pittsburgh, to me... See, I was all all off season long. Well, you remember it. Um, I, I thought Pittsburgh is going to crash down to earth in a major, major way. And you bet on it, and I did. I, I've got them at under eight and a half, and I actually bet Buffalo in week number one. Buffalo, I mean, Pittsburgh was awful in the first thirty minutes, but going into Buffalo and knocking off the Bills, now they come home to face the Raiders on a short week. Doesn't that look like a play, or is that another one of those games? Now, I'm not touching to my picks, but. I like that one. Speaking, you like the Steelers or you like the Raiders? I like the Steelers mm-hmm. in that. The one that I, I've really, I'm intrigued by, betting aside, is Buffalo off that loss. Now having to go to Miami. That's a tough spot. Miami stole one. Uh-huh. Over the Patriots. The Patriots are the better team. As I said Monday, I mm-hmm. watched a lot of that game because I was invested. The Patriots are the better team. But you steal one. And now you got the favorite in your division coming to your place. And how many times have we seen good AFC East teams Go to Miami in September, oh, and it's piss hot, yep. and they're sweating, yep. and they're not ready for it in Miami. And they're wearing their home jerseys yes. because Miami wears their whites. And all of a sudden, Miami's 2-0, and and Tua's yeah. starting to figure it out, and that defense yeah. is going to be excellent, and Buffalo's 0-2. Yeah. This, that's the part of Week 2 also that I love. Game. There's going to be somebody that is a huge surprise at 2-0, mm-hmm. somebody that is a huge disappointment at 0-2, and we'll see the numbers, and they'll come out on Tuesday or even Monday, Teams that are 0-2 have like a yeah. 6.1% chance of making the playoffs. Well, you got 17 games. It's not, But 0-2, it is a huge, huge hole to dig yourself out no, of. No, it will be major, major overreaction. Jeff wants to chime in. We're glad to have him. Hello, Jeff. What's up? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Um, I know. I, first, got to say this. Trent loves these callers that call in. And these other Iowa Hawkeye fans that are listening, they – 
they love when these Iowa State callers call and they make these excuses about the interceptions mm-hmm. or pulling Brock Purdy, who's a four-year starter, and got off to a slow start. Like, Iowa State fans, it's okay. Don't call into talk radio shows and make these excuses and have Trent. He's pretty much lapping you off the call. I know he is. I know he is. And there's Iowa fans that are listening to these excuses. Iowa flat out beat Iowa State. They had better coach here. They had better coaches. They had better game plans. They had better athletes that day. That's okay. It's okay. Stop making these excuses about nothing. Brock Purdy's had a couple bad weeks. Okay. Let's see what he does in the middle of November. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's laughable, to be honest. I just had to throw that out there. Number two, I'm glad you threw this out here, Trent, because I have it in front of me. The last three years in the NFL, if you go 0-2, you do not make the playoffs. There has not been one team in the last three years. Now, I found this fact even going farther. So since 2010, the chances of making the playoffs, if you go 0-2, are 15%. So 15%. 15%. Now, but like I said with my Extra first Extra game, last, though, this year. Right. If you go in the last three years, there has not been one team. And, and I know it's kind of insane just thinking of two games, but, man, uh, you we talk about Baltimore and Kansas City, which I think I love Kansas City where the line's not, you know, three, three and a half. But don't you think Baltimore is going to give the whole kitchen sink mm-hmm. to win this game on Monday night? And, and here's the, the craziest part. 85% of the money is on Kansas City. So it makes me kind of think twice about Kansas City Monday night. I don't know. I'm kind of here. Sunday night. You guys Sunday night. Green Sunday Bay, night. Detroit Sorry. on Monday. Jeff, thanks for the Sunday call. Night. Appreciate it. Fade the public. Yeah, when everybody's going one mm-hmm. way, go the other. I mean, there's a lot of Purdue out there, which is why I took Notre Dame this week. Because everybody's jumping yes. aboard after last week. And mm-hmm. that was a good MAC team that they played. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, they can have good teams in that yep. conference, and we see it plenty of times. So, local front, Vikings. Go to Arizona. It's a tough spot for the for the Vikings, I think. It's a healthy defense for Arizona. Kyler's healthy. We mm-hmm. saw what, what he was Chandler Bengals. Jones did this past weekend. I saw it. Three in the first quarter. Right. Just against that Vikings offensive line. But are we It's really bad, by the way. Are we overreacting? No. It doesn't feel like it on the surface. The Bears welcome in the Bengals, who won themselves. Yeah, Trent. Uh, you think the Bears bounce back? I'm not as confident as you. Well, are. I'm not. I just didn't like. Look, the Bengals won the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalvin Cook was down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of excuses, <laughs> and it doesn't mean they would have won because they still would have had to get pick up 15 more yards of field position and then put it on the foot of their kicker. I, I I don't know. I I think the Bears bounce back. Yes. Monday night we'll get into it more on Monday, obviously with the Packers and the well, Lions. You will. I'm still traveling home. Oh yeah, you'll be on your way back. And, and we're the, staying till Monday. That's a smart move. I think so too. Yes. I think I'd rather do Friday. I mean, Vegas and getting out of Vegas on tonight. Mondays is so much. Sundays, Sundays is brutal. It's awful. Mm-hmm. It's one of the worst airport experiences you can have. Yeah. Monday, you'll cruise in there. Yeah. Roll right through. Oh, that'll be beautiful. You made the right choice. Well, there. I had no choice. I'm on a charter, <laughs> but they made the right choice. <laughs> right. So you have that component. So Bears, eh. Vikings. And then the Lions Packers obviously play each other, and then we got the Chiefs. So, so how many of the lo- what what did the locals go? <sighs> One. I really like the Ravens at three and a half. I'm I'm really playing the do. Ravens plus three and a half. Okay. I don't know if they'll win it outright, but I will play that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a great game on Sunday night. Packers bounce back. They yeah, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, it's, I mean the Lions they showed a pulse in the fourth quarter. God didn't give them credit for making it close against San Fran, but Green Bay will win. Your Broncos tricky spot. 
I don't think Speaking so. Speaking of overreaction. No, here's here's what I did with Denver. And I grabbed this before week one. So those advanced lines came out and Denver was favored two and a half. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, if Denver does to the Giants what I think they're going to do, that number's going to go up. And it went to six and a half. Yeah. So I've got Denver minus two and a half. That's a great spot. That's to what be. I thought. And yeah. you know, I'm going to Vegas. I may as well use it on my app because it mm-hmm. won't work when I get there. Um, and I have no idea how much cash I'll have on Sunday at that point after a full day of college football and horses. One shocking tweet I saw last night. Pro Football Focus. I think everybody knows my affinity for them. Yes, you can argue about the numbers, but I just I enjoy it. It's something that I can look at that, all right, do my eyes match up with what the numbers, at least from this group of people, say? And they rate the quarterbacks week one, one through 32. The 32? I saw number one. Was Aaron Rodgers. And 32, right. Number one yes. was Teddy Bridgewater. Trent, he played really well. All right, take me through here. Because we've had the Teddy conversation this summer. Do you go Drew Locke? Do you take the higher upside? What you saw from Teddy, that was different than Carolina. That was different than what we saw as he's been working his way back. Well, I didn't see a boatload of Carolina games last year. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I saw a quarterback that wasn't making... He wasn't trying to take something that wasn't there. Um I don't know what the Giants' defense is like. You know, they they did get they did get a little bit of pressure pressure on him, but he didn't make any mistakes. And he's got really good receivers. Yeah. Now he's down Jerry Judy for you know a month or so, but they have depth there too. They, they do have depth. KJ Hamler steps up, and Tim Patrick's a he's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Cortland Sutton is back, and Noah Fan's a good player. And this kid from Drake Sauerbart, um, He's more of a blocking tight end, yep. but they, they use him out of the backfield periodically. Uh, the guy from Arkansas's name, I can't, Ugalungalungalungalway or something. Um, they got weapons, and they can run the football. Teddy had a really good game. I don't know what he's going to do for that franchise. Look, that entire division, that entire division, mm-hmm. Chargers aren't going anywhere. Nope. Chiefs are going to win it. But look what the Raiders did on Monday night, man. They impressed me. They really did. 4-0. That, and, and it was a complete team win. The defense yes. played well. It wasn't just a shootout where no. Cargis did it all, and they outlasted somebody mm-hmm. 51-48. Why doesn't Carr get more love? Inconsistent. There's the clunkers that come. Mm-hmm. And I think where it feels like now there are, it's a more competent team. It's a more complete team. You know how Jacobs can be when he's healthy in the back. Yeah, and Waller's. Like, yeah. I think he's the best tight end in the game, but you it's do. by an inch yeah. if it is. And if you know what, if I'm wrong, it's it's Kelsey, it's, Kelsey, it's Kittle when mm-hmm. he's healthy or, healthy, or it's Waller. Those are the three. For they me. are. They're on their own mm-hmm. tier. You know, Mark Andrews, kind of that nice, nice player. Gronk's, uh, Gronk's time has come and gone. Right. Those are still good guys, yeah. but on a consistent basis, that inline tight end that can go out and do everything and not just be a guy that catches balls, not a glorified, you know, super built wide receiver. Those guys can do it all. They're fun to watch. Tight end position changing. Pitts wasn't a great debut for him. You know, I didn't see much of it. Who did they? Oh, they got New England this week. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Patriots get extra time. Patriots. Uh, the Bucks get extra time to prepare for them. We shall see. Brady and company and Atlanta Buccaneers and the Falcons. 12 and NFC half. South matchup. I have a feeling I'm playing the Falcons this week. You are? You're taking the points? Reaction. 12 and a half. Division game, mm-hmm. as bad as Atlanta looked, they can't be that, can they be that bad two weeks in a row? Mm. And they probably We'll can. see. Bill Bender talks college football with Trent and I next. We take you until noon. Bill, of course, writes for the Sporting News. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Yes, football season is here, but baseball season is 
never ends. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. With portable pitching mounds and everything else you need for your indoor facility. Or help this fall getting your field ready for next spring and summer. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Go to VictoryMounds.com and stay in the... You get your podcasts. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football-watching weekend after your vasectomy. is KXNO. Week 1 may be over. It gets started tonight, though, with Week 2 at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And to kick off Week 2, DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet $1 on any football game this week. Receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what happens on that bet. That's absolutely right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving all new customers $200 in free bets. That's instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your funds and to do so at your convenience. After this last couple of weeks, I need to start withdrawing some of that money that's in my account right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code KXNO to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. Promo code KXNO this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call what do Welcome back, 1460 Kicks and 0106.3 FM. Do you see the tweet from Cyclone Fanatic? The video of the, all the Cyclone fans at, at the, the bar. Yes. <laughs> the airport bar, once you get through security, uh-huh. absolutely shoulder to shoulder. And this was about 9 30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Just getting that eye opener in there, oh get a cold gosh. one. Had a nice cold Stella last night. I saw dinner. you send me a picture. Uh-huh. Want to make you a little jealous? He was. You're going to be returning that out in Vegas though this weekend. Indeed, I'll be in a book and I'll send you a couple. Of, and that'll get to you like Stella uh-huh. does to me. Let's get the Bill Bender college uh, football conversation with our friend from the Sporting News, Bill Trenton. Ken, thanks for coming on, Bill Bender. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing pretty well. I want to go back to last weekend. You were at the shoe for Oregon and Ohio State. Uh, Bill, the speed of Oregon uh, was um, was something that caught my attention, and the fact that in back to back weeks now, it seems like teams are running at the right side of the Ohio State defense and having a ton of success. Minnesota on that Thursday night, and Oregon picked up on that, and I thought they did that effectively this past week as well. What did you see about that uh, Buckeyes defense? And then they got outflanked, they got out hit, they got out schemed. You know, Trent, before I came on, you know, how, how often do you ask somebody, how do you get 612 yards of offense and lose? Mm-hmm. doesn't happen often. I, I'd have to, you know, I'm sure it's happened in the Big 12 with some of those yep. wild games yep. that get played. It don't happen in the Big 10 often. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot of heat coming down on Kerry Coons now, the defensive coordinator, a beloved assistant for years. But when 
and just from living here, and I know it's like this everywhere, but when Ohio State loses something, loses a game, somebody has to be blamed, and it's probably <laughs> Kerry Coons right now. So you're saying Paul Rhodes is going to have the hard hat on and he's going to be taking over defensive coordinator duties here if this continues? Well, I mean, here's the thing with the Big Ten. So what offense, what team can challenge Ohio State like Oregon did on both sides? That's a great you know, question. I, I like, Nobody. I love Iowa's defense. Mm-hmm. I think Iowa has the best defense in the Big Ten right now. I do too. Do they have enough offense? I mean, you're not going to have you can't go into that high state game have 173 total yards of offense mm-hmm. and expect to win. Mm-hmm. You'll get beat. Mm-hmm. Penn State's got enough talent on both sides, but lacks consistency. I love what Michigan's done with their running game. Yep. They're good. Like Michigan's good. Um, but can Cade McNamara match CJ Stroud for four quarters? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the case. So, I, I mean, that's the thing. They're going to have Ohio State's got plenty of time to figure it out. But when they play a truly elite team. That defense is going to be under the gun again. Bill, you make an excellent point about Big Ten offenses, and uh, yep, there's some good defense, really good defenses. Wisconsin. You mentioned Iowa, Penn State, Wisconsin uh, being another one. So, what else this past be- uh, weekend, Bill? Obviously, local to us, uh, we saw two good defenses: Iowa and Iowa State, both pack defenses. Uh, but but Iowa uh, sent a message um, at, at Jack Trice Stadium this past weekend. When you look at this Hawkeye team from afar, what do you see, Bill Bender? What um, are we on the cusp of maybe a repeat of 2015? Is this a team that can get to Indianapolis from the West? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some... I think Iowa's a favorite in the Big Ten West right now. I think Iowa, it's about avoiding that hiccup. I think the next thing to watch with Iowa and Penn State in particular is they're going to collide... I think is it October second or October ninth? Play and there's a yep. ninth. A good chance both are undefeated. Good chance both are in the top ten, and that'll be the Big Ten's next kind of big money game. Um, so that'll be fun. You know, I think Penn State they've got a big challenge this weekend against Auburn. Mm-hmm. Get to see the whiteout again, and you know we'll see if if they can pull that out. I think that's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Speaking of that matchup here, you mentioned some of the limitations, Clifford. It just he's not consistent as a quarterback, and I think that's where some of the frustration lies. But do you see any way that Auburn goes in there and actually picks Penn State off in the whiteout environment? How crazy it's going to be, how good that Penn State D is. It'd be huge, obviously, for the new staff at Auburn to do it. Do you envision that happening at all? Yeah. I mean, they've got the running game to do it. They've got the interior pressure with Derek Mason, a yeah. nice defensive coordinator. This was a tough game for me to pick because, you know, the inclination, yeah, you pick up – pick Penn State in their home, but look back at it, they're only 8-8 eight and eight in whiteouts. And now most of those are against huh. Ohio State and Michigan. Um, a few against Iowa. Well, I, you know, a couple in there, but I, I just think it's a unique matchup, and, and we'll see how Auburn adjusts to it. I mean, the SEC writers I talked to, they said, well, Auburn's played at Death Valley, and they've played at Alabama, and they've played at the Swamp. What's the difference? I said, well, we're going to find out. Because I've been to a couple whiteouts. If that stadium starts shaking, it's amazing. <laughs> I'd love to be. That's that's something to see. Let's go to the SEC, Bill. Uh, we may see this game again. Uh, George is going to have something to say, at least you would think. But Alabama and Florida are going to collide. Uh, Alabama is just so far seemingly on a different level than anybody else in college football. Alabama, Florida, how do you see it? Well, I guess the quarterback question comes into play is how Dan Mullen's going to play this. Is he going to play both quarterbacks? Is he going to put um, 
Richardson in earlier? Will he play more? I mean, right now, Anthony Richardson is one of the most intriguing players in college football yes. because they're averaging 21.2 yards per play when he's in. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. So, And I think to beat Alabama, and I wrote about this today, you can go off script a little bit. If you stick to your script, you'll get beat. You know, the quarterbacks that have beat him have either been Heisman guys like Burrow, Newton, um, Johnny Menzel, of course, or they've been guys that, you know, found a way to beat him scheme-wise. Chad Kelly, Bo Nix, um, you know, going off the script. And that's what bugs Alabama sometimes. I want to go to Clay Helton, his firing at USC, mm-hmm. and, and just the job. It has so many tentacles that reach here to our state and across the Midwest. James Franklin is a front-runner, many people believe. Start right there with Franklin. Some kind of in-season move, even if Penn State does disappoint. They lose to Auburn. They lose to Iowa. They're not getting to a Big Twelve, a Big Ten championship game. Do you see anything really happening in-season? And with it, how far does this go? Matt Campbell to Penn State, would that be something that you think would make sense? Is that the job that would make Matt Campbell at least start to look around? Just overall, your thoughts is it all starts with the dominoes in USC. Well, uh, you know, USC, to me... And this might be a little bit of my age showing. I've always thought it's the closest thing to an NFL job at the college level hmm. because of where you're at, mm-hmm. because of the personas that it's attracted, you know, ranging from John Robinson to Pete Carroll. Uh, they're going to have a full season to think about it. But, I mean, like the NFL names that make sense are Eric Bieniemy, They're Byron Leftwich, nope. but they're not going to leave in week two. Nope. So, and um, Urban Meyer makes sense. That's why I had to deny it. He'd be a home run there. Yeah. Um, James Franklin makes a ton of sense. So these guys, that's why these guys are getting asked the question. I don't think Fickle will leave Cincinnati for USC. It's just a gut feel. And um, But those other guys, I mean, they need that rock star kind of coach that, that fits the L.A. style. I mean, and, and Clay Helton's a perfectly good football coach, but I think that's part of the reason why it was easy to ditch him. Uh, what about Bobby Stoops? No, he did to deal with them every year in the East. Arkansas last week, Sam Pittman game. gets it done, a dominating performance into the top 25 for the first time in five years. They beat, how about this, in Fayetteville, old South, Southwest Conference mates, first time they beat Texas since 1981. And they get fined for the <laughs> fans storming the field. And I know gladly the, wrote the check. The SEC has had this rule in place, I, I think 2004 is what I read. But why? Why, Bill? Why do, why do they even have this? Because it comes a story, and it's just, I don't know. I just don't like it. Let the kids have some fun and run out on the field. And, um, you know, it's very interesting to me that that's how that's going to go. So, um, I, but COVID's out, and I, I get all that. But the real story here, Arkansas, very impressive. Yeah. You know, another SEC West team that just kind of ran through Texas. I know the immediate reaction is always Texas is so inconsistent, all these things, but they got beat by a good team. Sam Pittman's a great fit at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I'm always a proponent of fit matters, and he fits that program, that persona, that, that you know, trying to recruit there. And 
they play a fun offense. So that Arkansas A&M game next week is going to be a lot of fun to see. Mm. Uh, Nebraska-Oklahoma, Bill, this week, of course, so much history. I know you're his, uh, you love the historical part of the game of college football, and this game was right up there amongst those uh, appointment television games every single year. Obviously, things have changed. They were in the same conference for a while, but different divisions, and they didn't play each other all the time. Uh, but they're playing each other this weekend. Maybe Scott Frost didn't want to necessarily. Nebraska going to Oklahoma. What will this game, game mean? Um, in the grand scheme of things, and how do you see it? Oklahoma's a huge favorite. They are, and um, you know, it, they'll, they'll probably win by a bunch, but I, I think that comes down to whether or not Adrian Martinez protects the football. Um, they can't throw interceptions, and you know, the rivalry factor could be at work. When you have two fan bases, two teams that haven't seen anybody each other in a long time, motions are going to be super high. I mean, that's what they were with Texas and Arkansas last week, so uh, that's just Nebraska on the road. I, I think the crazy thing I dug up was you know, Nebraska hasn't won in Norman since Frost was quarterback. So I'm sure he used that in his pregame speech somewhere, um, how they won 73 to 21 in that day. But uh, I think it'll be a fun game. And, you know, for those of us who grew up with it, uh, I think we all knew that by the time we got in our 40s, it would be an SEC Big Ten matchup. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. You can read all of his stuff. He does some NFL as well, a college football. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Bill, thank you. Appreciate you coming on. We'll talk with you next week. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Good to talk to you. Bill Bender. Sportingnews.com, sportingnews.com for Bill. Uh, we will come back. There's baseball tonight. There's NFL football tonight. Now, this is one of the weeks that it's NFL Network only, correct? I think the first four. Are there, there's that many of them? Maybe first Three? Well, I know tonight is. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that's where you'll find the game before they uh, what they simulcast it, I guess. Thursday next week, Panthers at Texans. Oh, my God. How about this? Jaguars at Bengals, September 30th. Well, look, I say, oh, my God, but what will I be watching? You'll what be watching will watching be watching, right? You'll be watching What was that. week three, Jags and who? Uh, Jags and Bengals in Cincinnati. Oh, now, October 7th, here we go. Rams at the Seahawks. Well, the, so that must be when uh, is it Fox now? It's Fox now. No, it's NBC. No, it's no. who is it? Amazon. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But still on the NFL Network, right? I have to check. We're gonna have to come to the house. Cindy <laughs> can help you out. Oh Jesus! What is wrong with the world? <laughs> Turn the TV on. Show me the game. It's a changing world, Ted uh, Miller. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's eleven forty-five. For th- are you sure about that? It's Amazon only. Pretty sure. I thought that was in a couple of years. No, <laughs> you're just pushing it off. It's this year. I don't know if they're simulcast on NFL Network though. I will check during the break. Keep your fingers crossed. I am, <laughs> and my toes. Fourteen sixty kicks and oh one oh six. That's off. Trent Condon here to tell you about Rent Estate, the new revenue rocket ship, putting your home up for rent. Not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Rent Estate is foolproof, recession proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate. Renter's Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long game. 
paradigm shift and choose Rent Estate with Renner's Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happy. Over 21. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is the teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project. Oh. The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live local. It's time for the Urology Center of Iowa audio cut of the day. Nolan Arenado. Arenado, high drive down the left field line. It is gone! Nolan Arenado with home run number 32. And he's driven in 98 this year. Set up your vasectomy appointment with the Urology Center of Iowa at 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. All right, uh, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Final couple of minutes here on a Thursday. Pretty light slate in baseball mm-hmm. today. Only I don't think there's 10 games. Maybe 10 games or thereabouts. A lot of day baseball. Um, who are you playing, TC, and are you are you touching the NFL game tonight? Well, starting with baseball, I've been having good had a good week on underdogs, and there's just nothing that is jumping off to me. Nothing that I think there's a good opportunity for. What's the, what are the Cubs? The Hendricks is pitching for the Cubs against the Phillies. Let's see here. The Cubbies right now are there's no line because the Phillies have not announced a starter. At least where I'm looking right now. Okay. So because of that, nothing with the Cubs. So I took three big favorites. And did a round-robin bet, betting them just on the money line, the White Sox against the Angels, the Yankees against the Orioles, the Astros against the Rangers. Two of those teams on the road, mm-hmm. minus 220, minus 250, minus 190. Not a whole lot of price here, but we're going to parlay them together, round-robin it. So you get a three-team parlay and then three two-team parlays all together. Cross our fingers and hope that they hit. And able to build a little profit here, NFL-wise, do you know the Giants have beat the football team five straight times? I would have never guessed that. No. Especially last year. Yeah. Washington was a playoff team. Right. The Giants stunk. Right, they did. They swept them. Swept uh, them the year before. You know what? It, Heineke's starting for the for Washington tonight mm-hmm. in the game. The total's what? 40? It's low. It's 40, low 40s, isn't it? 41, yes. 42, yep. something like that. Might that be the way to go? Over it? No, I like under. It's 41. 41. It's a low number. Yeah. I don't see a lot of Washington packs of defense. The Giants' defensive offensive line stinks. Mm-hmm. Washington's defense is really good. Really good. The only thing that screws that is a defensive touchdown, special team, something yeah. like that. Yeah, probably. Daniel Jones doesn't turn the ball over. Oh Trent. my god, <laughs> that dude. Yeah, I know. He can't hold it in football. Thirty fumbles in his career. Mm-hmm. Seventeen lost fumbles. 
But you see glimpses. I watched them the entire game, and you can see where they're. They might have something there, and then he coughs the ball up. Right, a lot. Yeah, he does. I'll be watching as a spectator. Are you? No, no, uh, no side. Nothing. I may play something. I probably will. You know, kind of prop or something. Yes, and there's so many of these now too. Uh huh. I remember in the old days where bet on the game and the total, and that was it. Yep. I remember in the old days you could turn your TV on and see the game. <laughs> That's still the case this year. That's still the case this year. Okay. This year. It's oh. not exclusive to right. Amazon. Amazon has them. Mm-hmm. NFL and Network and then Fox joins the fray and Fox stays with it. So Gotcha. Um we'll still have them on our television sets at least for this year. Let's continue that. Well, didn't they have a game last year that they had an exclusive? The yes. Niners were part of it. Was it was like I remember. Christmas time, right? Yes, it was late in the season. I remember the Niners were part of it. Mm-hmm. Don't know who they Against were playing. Against somebody bad, I want. Well, the Niners were got off last right. year. Yeah. They had the third overall pick. Cardinals that they played? Maybe. Yeah, we're that kind of spinning kind of their wheels. Bell. That kind of rings a bell. Well, they're on the NFL Network. You tonight. survive That's another where I will year, be, indeed. Well, uh, have fun the next four days. I'll see you Tuesday. You have more fun. Jamie Pollard just tweeted a picture. He said it's it's like the concourse at Hilton at halftime, the airport in Des Moines, wall to wall. Just nuts. Good. Get out of town today. Have fun. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right, uh, Murph and Andy, an hour five minutes. Fanatics at three. Cyclone Fanatic and Hawkeye Nation Radio tonight. See you.